that contains 120% of the FDA's recommended daily allowance for musical theater references. And now here are your hard knock hosts, Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One, one podcast. podcast. Yeah, the show in which we interview people from different internet communities and find out about their lives. Yeah, so we know you've been curious and we're here to guide you. That's right. We are your internet explorers, mm-hmm. except for I think that name has already been taken by someone else and I'm really resentful. I don't know what you're talking about. And we, exactly. just, we just got sued, guys. God oh. damn it. just got sued. We get sued at least once a show. I That's think our it's producer, okay. so yeah. he knows if we've been sued. Yeah, I get, I get, I get alerts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's an app. He gets a push notification. We've <laughs> yeah. just been sued again. <laughs> Lawsuit alerts. <Yeah. laughs> Fortunately, we're bankrupt. Doesn't yeah. that mean no one can sue you? Is that what that means? Oh. Mm. I wish that was true. I have no idea. Um, Your dad's a lawyer. Yeah. yeah, I'll ask him later, guys. Someplace else we also tend to get sued is in our live comedy show where we perform internet material on stage. We find Reddit threads or Craigslist posts and we perform them like a script. We use the internet as our script and put it live on stage in front of an audience. We have costumes, lights. It's awesome. Uh, maybe you'll see us one day live. Yeah. So perhaps. because of that live comedy show, we spent way too much time on the internet and decided to create this here podcast. Here we are. This podcast is very often totally not fucking safe for work because of those F-bombs that I love to drop. But today, mm-hmm. pretty safe. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. we don't know. We always say this one might be safe for the ones that might be safe, and then they turn out to be fucking foul. Right. We get in there. Um, yeah, we get up in there. Yeah. So today we're speaking with a moderator of a subreddit called r slash male fashion advice. So for the layman, we are happy to have you that sounded sarcastic but once again it's true this is just the sound of my voice i can't help it um so anyway reddit communities of people get together talk about all kinds of things this one is all about male fashion yeah which we think is pretty cool because women are expected to do five thousand things before they even wake up and men are expected to throw on a t-shirt but not here not at this subreddit this is where men get fashion advice. That's right. So, Matt, um, how into fashion are you? Well, I know the listeners As can't. the man in the room. I'm the, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't subscribe to this subreddit. Okay. So I don't know if, is it for men? Is, is that it because for, you're not fashionable? I, well, the listeners can't see me. I'm wearing top head and tails now, which I do <laughs> every time we record. I actually yeah. want to talk about how Matt is wearing a Star Wars shirt, <laughs> which I love. I am a big Star Wars fan. Thank you. I'm very low on laundry and food right now. Uh, yeah. Send help. It's a, it's a busy week. Well, uh, <laughs> so this is all I got, guys. While I love the Star Wars shirt, you probably need help and should go to this subreddit. So, uh, so do, you <laughs> yeah. guys, you guys might know. Is it for men to learn a better fashion tips, grooming, clothes, fits, and stuff, or is it more toward like? the lady in your life kind of like helping you out is it women giving advice to men is it men giving oh, advice to men from what i've What's seen it's on? men men for men, men for as men. they say on <laughs> okay. craigslist okay. yeah i think it's all men talking to men yeah and some men upload pictures like what do you think of this oh wow you know mm-hmm. supposedly will ferrell uploaded a photo of himself and asked <laughs> but he's what i think of when it comes to men's fashion but i think it wasn't really will ferrell but we can ask because I don't know. I think it was someone whose username was just like Will Ferrell somehow. I don't <laughs> okay. know. And then he didn't chime in again. But Maybe his name is Will Ferrell and he's gone through life like being the other Will Ferrell. Oh, right. What if that he's like suck. a male model? Yeah. But Unless it, he's doing well as a male it model. It was a picture of male, of, of Will Ferrell though. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's that. But they give tips like um, one of them was like uh, this thing that'll keep your shirt tucked nicer that you can put inside your pants so it doesn't become like you know when it becomes like more and more untucked and gets like bunchy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like one of yeah. the anti bunchy friends. Is that riveting? But yeah, <laughs> so it's given advice for men. And uh, I don't know, you see this all the time for women. I like when men decide to step it up. I need to yeah. subscribe. Because like, if I was not married, I would probably still be wearing sweatpants, like mm-hmm. matching sweatsuits, like wait, top and bottom. So you think, oh, wait, don't get me started on that. <laughs> That's a whole okay, actual matching thing. Matching sweatsuits, I fucking love them. And they're kind of coming back in style. I saw oh, okay. this girl walking down the street the other day with like white sweatpants and then a sweatshirt crop top. And I was like, yes, okay. yes, yes. Because that, yes. that was my jam in like fifth grade. Also, Matthew, mm-hmm. there is a restaurant in Korea town i have not been yet i'm really upset about it we need to go but apparently you get a discount off your meal if you wear a matching sweatsuit and i need to go and wear that's a matching a thing sweatsuit. yeah that okay. sounds amazing and also that is the outfit in which you are ready to fucking eat yeah that's true yeah 
So I'm super curious about men's fashion advice because for women, I feel like there are a lot of elements to fashion. It's shoes, it's hair, it's even makeup. Men aren't dealing with makeup generally. So yeah, like what what are the elements here? Like what makes a man fashionable? Which yeah. is what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Oh no, but I was going to ask you, you said that you are more fashionable because you're married whereas I feel like most people become less fashionable when they get married because they're like well I'm off the market I'm done now but I guess it's different for you because you got married as a child no. you're a child bride <laughs> that's illegal I was 13 yeah I had my parents permission though yeah permission uh, slips. no no I know what <laughs> you're actually, saying actually you you guys posted a wedding photo on Facebook and I did comment was this legal <laughs> because you looked like a goddamn baby and yeah. it doesn't look appropriate. Uh, we were not that young. We it like, actually looks like it is your bar mitzvah. But then there's like this woman in a white dress next to you. And right. I'm like, well, this is weird. I yeah. guess you became a man. It was a com- There was so a bar mitzvah that. next door. And then we just comboed the event. That's a great idea. No, I thought it was a combo for you. Like it was <laughs> Matt got married at his bar mitzvah. That's, isn't that what Which a bar for mitzvah? the non-Jews, bar not, mitzvahs not, are when you become a man. So I'm not makes a sense. Jew. I, I'm concerned myself Jewish. So that's not what a bar mitzvah is? You don't get married at 13? Well, well you did. I did. Right. Yeah. You you did everything right. Got don't it. worry. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the Jewish tradition. No, just for I, I'm going to be, I'm going to get very gender stereotypical. Oh, great. Uh, gonna mansplain again? I'm gonna mansplain a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. and I and I hate doing that. But I guess, but, but I take your point about like, oh, I'm off the market, so sweatpants all the way. But like, you know, the idea of like getting the right cut and the right fit and and tapered leg and like things that like fit the your body type. I'm like a very skinny guy, you know. So like clothes don't really fit me that well until I get the right thing. Matt has body dysmorphia. He's actually enormous. <laughs> you just can't you can't talk so you can't see him. But that is the sound of a large man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and my wife is responsible for like figuring that out with me. Oh, she yeah. helps you with your fashion. Yeah, but just like Fit. yeah, just like oh, you shouldn't be wearing this type of shirt. You should be shopping at this store to get the uh. right cut. And all of a sudden, I would put on a shirt and be like, oh, that's how I should. She's look. like, don't wear that Lord of the Rings T-shirt. Wear the <laughs> yeah. Star Wars T-shirt. That fits you better. Right. And Matt's yeah. like, cool. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, it seems like there were definitely decades where men's fashion just went out, like uh, the 80s, 90s. 90s for sure. I, I think it was like Chandler. the t-shirt and jeans era, like even for women, but it was it looked more fashionable women. Men just looked a little Chandler and Friends. Slavish. I was just like, like yeah. you watch that now and he's just wearing like huge shirts and huge yeah. pants. It was like, how could we find something that doesn't fit? But right. is that just looking back at old fashions and thinking I, they were weird yes. and then eventually they'll come back? Like, I think it's just yeah that's true right yeah maybe um but i do distinctly remember about like five to eight years ago or something noticing that men were becoming more fashionable overall interesting that um yes the metrosexual the metrosexual Uh, trend yeah like hair being mm -hmm. styled for the first time this whole beard culture thing became popular in the last like five or so years right do you think it's gonna go back downhill because i'm loving that men are giving a shit i'm loving it better when they give a shit yeah totally or like tailored suits yeah are now they they look so much better, right? Yeah. And, and and why didn't why weren't we always doing that? Right. Like buying a and I was you know I was younger, but like buying a suit was just like oh this is my mm-hmm. size, buy it off the rack right. and wear it. And right. now that's horrifying to me. <laughs> I would never do that. I would get it tailored immediately, right? Or I would shop at ten places before. And now there's these services where you you send your measurements in. And you get it shipped to you, like custom tailoring direct to your door. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole industry now. And it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, my friend has a bespoke suit business. It's called Bindle and Keep. Okay. And interestingly, he services a lot of the trans community, um. which I find really fascinating because trans men and, and also just people who like don't adhere to either gender. You know, they, they want, they go to the tailor and it's like they want to accentuate their bust or whatever and you know they want a very specific fit understandably because they're not necessarily conforming to a gender and blah 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 and so they started coming to him and most tailors are like very traditional and we're not okay with this and my friend Daniel was like sure great yeah I'll give you whatever you want that's amazing and so he has like that's a a large part of his business the body the body type that they're born with doesn't match the fashion the stuff that fashion yeah so they're like hey can you minimize my chest can you do this can you do that and Daniel's is just like a really cool laid-back open-minded guy he's like sure whatever you want and now he works with all these celebrities and stuff wow. and yeah he did a he yeah so check that out suited is a documentary about my friend daniel with lena dunham uh yeah she covered his suit business so anyway i think there's a lot of interesting trends and uh i'm i'm into men giving a shit speaking of men giving a shit yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna call a break here for a sponsor You're message gonna go take a shit <laughs> gonna, <laughs> gonna take that? a quick shit and then okay. <laughs> and then uh cool. a little break but first it is trivia time yes 
The oldest live webcam has been streaming the same thing to the internet since 1994. Space. Outer what space. Is, what is it? Outer space. They've outer been streaming space. outer space. All right. That's a good guess. Thank you. Jen, what do you got? Traffic patterns. Oh. Oh. That's good, too. All that's right. good. All right. Well, that's good very, space, though. You're getting very... It's very scientific mm-hmm. angle we got going on here. Mm-hmm. We're right. really smart. That's it? Okay. They're we'll be gonna, back. Oh, yeah. We're not going <laughs> to... You're not going to tell us right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Usually, it's 10 minutes of Allie being like, I don't know. But I had an answer. <laughs> All right, good. We'll find out after the break. And now a real personal advertisement entitled Come Fuck My Robot, Woman or Man, from the number one robot hookup site, Craigslist.org. Hi, I am, uh, I am an engineer who has built an artificial intelligence with uh, a vagina. I, I need someone to come uh, fuck my robot and let me watch. I can't fuck it because I'm I'm like it's dad. (laughs) Thanks. Would you fuck it? No, I can't. I mean, no, no, no. You could. You could put a strap on. He didn't Mm. say like it has to be a man fucking his robot. Well, maybe just to say I did it. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Would you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think that I want to. Well, it depends. Like, as a lady, you could put on a strap on, like, remain fully clothed and fuck the robot. I don't that's know. That's true. I wouldn't want to be watched by that creepy scientist yeah, guy, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So maybe we shouldn't respond. Because you know that shit's not scientific. No. He wouldn't put that on Craigslist. He's just masturbating in the corner, really. That's how it is. Also, where are these people getting money to pay for ads? That wasn't even an that kind of wasn't an ad. I don't well, know. Like, what are we doing? It was what an are we ad, promoting on this show? It was an ad for science. <laughs> it's for science. Science. It's okay. for science. Mm-hmm. It seems like the trend in AI or the kind of AI that, like, everybody can use seems to be around, like, it's serving you or you being able to have sex with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's secretaries yeah. and, and sex workers. Like, yeah. Which is all women are good for. So <laughs> there you go. Also, so many of the AI secretaries have female names. I know. I, I was going to say, that. they could just give them male names. Make them or all. call them Pat. I don't make know. them all Pat. <laughs> Pat. Uh, Sam could go either way. Casey. Just give them fucking. Casey. Yeah. Are you talking about those email bots that like schedule meetings? Yeah, yeah, like yeah Clara. Clara. Clara's the big one. Okay. I don't like, know Clara. See, it's oh, funny that you other? say I, I keep who's encountering uh, no Finn. Finn, which oh, is good. which is a very oh, everyone I've encountered has a gender neutral name, that and I was good. like, oh, good, 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 good. But good. I've been fooled because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. because it's, they're good. They're, well, they're very good, and I'm impressed by them. But when the person you're emailing introduces them as like, okay, my assistant will schedule this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I assume... find that to be very misleading and kind of rude. Oh yeah, if the etiquette should be like, hey, just my so you AI. know, I use an AI, yeah. and they will be scheduling yeah, this. This is a bot, and this you just talk to it normally. I, I guess that's a lot of effort, but well, like, it's... but that's a really interesting point just in terms of the etiquette that we're navigating in today's world where people don't because they're they think like oh i look like i have a bigger team i look you know like i have an assistant blah 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 blah. but like is it just more honest and fine especially if we're all using them but yeah i think it's another thing where it's like how do we behave in this new medium right if mm-hmm. you have an ai secretary and i'm do a you fan bio, i'm a fan if this bot can handle my calendar i love that please do but uh i'm like typing a message like hey finn how's it going nice to connect with you you know how's your yeah, weekend you're putting on all the niceties and i'm it's doing a human. work to talk to a human when it's just when i don't have to and mm-hmm. then i realize through somewhere along the email chain that it's a bot and i'm like oh well now i look like an idiot right Right. I think this is really about people wanting to impress others with those sorts of things. Because yeah. you could just do one of those calendar things, right? Where you're like, just pick a time on my calendar. But instead, you go through like this ruse of having a person. No, no, no. But what's really good, it actually works really well. And it'll help like, because with the calendar thing, I don't know. It helps with like rescheduling and locations. Yeah, that's like, what it's oh, actually I see. It's right. better yeah. than so the That's why thing. it's great. Hmm. Of like just, hand, just being like, I would like a meeting with you and I'm going to stop emailing with you now Mm -hmm. because a bot will handle everything else Mm -hmm. that's amazing and i love it Mm -hmm. but it's but it can be weird but but yeah they okay let's decide listeners two girls one podcast just let them know it's a bot just let them know because also uh i was testing it with a friend and it's great (laughs) because you don't have to do all those niceties i wrote back something really rude just to see how it would respond (laughs) and not even like rude but i wrote back with like not even complete words you know what i mean like not a complete sentence just like that doesn't work new option or something you know what i mean which Mm. is like you would never write to a human right and the bot wrote back it was like nine minutes later which i'm sure it's programmed (laughs) to do to make it not like 
too immediate. Yeah. And then it was like, sure thing. Here are some other options that right. you get, you know what I mean? Right. So And also right. I, the, the bot's message should just be like, sure, no problem. I'll reschedule that for you. This was sent by by a bot. Just a little disclaimer yeah. on every message yeah. that just right. makes it clear. Wait, so yeah. when you asked about the bot's weekend, Finn, did Finn <laughs> respond and say, I had a great weekend with my family. How was yours? Yeah, like, did they do uh, that? I don't think so, no. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, but here's the real problem with bots. They have no fashion sense. Oh, mm, that's true. Bringing it back. Yeah. <laughs> bringing it back. Uh, they will, though. Yeah. Give it time. Uh, that's, yeah, because they're going to have bodies soon. And then once they have feelings, <laughs> then we're screwed because then they want rights, which once they have feelings, they should get. So yeah. then you have all the sci-fi movies come to life and the robot wars, and then we all die. Uh, cool. Is it time for our guest? No, it's not. It's time for your <laughs> trivia answer. Oh, yes! What is it? There's a webcam that's been broadcasting the same thing since 1994. I can't believe we didn't guess porn. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could sub out people as they get older, but, or break a hip, you know? Right, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But you said space? I said space, or Mars, something, just something in outer something, space. Something mm-hmm. uh, celestial? Yeah, just like in case an alien just drives by. Ah, very good. Yeah. And uh, Jen, you said traffic patterns. Yeah, like but monitoring. it's a second to space. I just couldn't <laughs> say the same thing. <laughs> you could have. You could have been like, I second that. Yeah. The answer is not as interesting as those two things. It is a fish tank. Why? Oh, but boring, it's a fish tank. It's boring. A, <laughs> I'm not listening. It's a fish tank that was in the offices of Netscape when they were developing the first web browser. Oh, okay. And so the pioneers of web browsing were also doing live video in 1994, and they've been broadcasting ever since. The tank has changed, the but but it's still in the same office. And mm-hmm. I think they've upgraded the, the webcam technology, but the place that it's pointing and broadcasting has been the same website for how many years is that? I'm bad at math. Seven. <laughs> Twenty-three Seven years. Yep. Yep. Seven. Um, so it's just like a funny cultural thing with the office, and anybody can watch it, but they do it just for kind of a joke. Yeah, there's I think no purpose. It, I, to I, the think, I think it's like this is the, the longest running webcam in the history of the Love internet, it. so we right. got to keep so, it going. Yeah, now they there's no point to it, but we got to keep it when going. When the robot overlords come, it's still going to be that fucking fish tank. Yeah. I wonder if there's a very old fish in there. A 23-year-old fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a turtle? I don't know. What lives that long? <laughs> yeah, turtle In good. water. Maybe there's a little turtle. Yeah, this, yeah, if they keep it going, though, they got to replace that aquatic life. Mm-hmm. In my day, we only had 460 resolution. <laughs> <laughs> With the webcam? That's, that's the turtle. Yeah. Oh, that was the turtle. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure what you were doing, and now I know. Thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, usually I do a joke, and then I explain it thoroughly, for like mm-hmm. twice as long, yes. so that you really... Yes, you stop really laughing. Important. Really definitely. Get it, yeah. Really cool. important rule of comedy guys if you have to explain your joke it's gold it's mm-hmm. you know it's good yeah that's yeah. how you know because uh, it's a that's higher level you audience know. You're, yeah. you're talking to the intellectuals if you got to explain it totally all right. all right we have our guest on the line yes so we're very excited to have with us brad webster who is a moderator on the subreddit our male fashion advice welcome brad thank you for having me yeah so can you just tell us just in your own words what is this community and how did you get involved it sort of has the tagline of clothes make the man, which is really cheesy. It's not a community of like, this is how to dress to be a man. This is just a community of a group of guys who help each other dress. It's individuals that maybe hadn't ever developed a personal style of themselves, maybe want to dress better, whether they're in high school, university, they're 30, 40 years old, and maybe they're buying their first suit and don't know how to buy it what to look for, we can help them with that. I got involved with it about five years ago because I was watching the TV show Shameless. And the one of the main characters, Lip Gallagher, I thought, he looks really cool. I like his jacket. Where do I get it? <laughs> so I just went browsing and just stumbled upon this community where like three other people had asked the same question of like, where do I get this jacket? How do I look like him? So I just read through and really enjoyed the community. So I stuck around. I've got to go watch Shameless now and see about this jacket that everybody wants. So it sounds like actually there's a range of people on there, like people who perhaps profess to having uh, no style and people with a lot of style. So how does that work out? Like, How do you even know that you're getting decent advice necessarily? Good question. A couple of years ago, they tried something which was called cons- uh, consistent contributor tags which is if someone answered a lot of questions or was known in the community, 
they got a flare. So someone asking the question would say, hey, that person apparently knows what they're talking. But what that created was in and out groups of people with flares and without flares. And so a lot of people felt sort of excluded from the community. So that was done away with. So it's if you get multiple people answering questions, usually they're fairly consistent with each other. And people can have disagreements among themselves. That's perfectly okay. Some people say, oh, your pants don't fit. Some people say your pants fit perfect. Pants fit perfectly. And that's the beauty of the internet. Everyone arguing at every moment about your pants. Yes, some people... Really, right now, there's a huge debate about wide pants. Some people are totally against it. Some people are totally on the wide pants train. Like Jankos? Oh, if we're looking like designer runway fashion, Jankos are coming back. I can't believe it. That was just like swaths of fabric, like dusting along the ground as you walked. (laughs) It's because the 90s are coming back, I I guess. So So like, oh, so are men going to start wearing clothes that don't fit them anymore? (laughs) Depending on who you look at on the runway, yes. I am not on the wide jean train. I love that men are fucking getting tight and fashionable. So you mentioned that it's all ages. So I'd love to hear how that pans out and or. Do you think there are different rules for different age groups amongst the men? Well, we have a yearly census, so our community is predominantly sort of that 18 to 24 range, sort of just ending high school, university, young adults. But we have a lot of people sort of younger than that, maybe in junior high, and then we have sort of the older demographic. And a lot of them stick around. They're super cool. We have dads on our forum that sort of will post fit pics with their walking their kid, super adorable dressing their child in terms of rules we don't try and say if you're 30 you have to dress a certain way if you're 20 you have to dress a certain way that's kind of dumb you don't hit a certain age and be like i have to wear suits now i just can't wear anything but suits Uh i would love to hear a little bit more how you found yourself asking a question about a jacket becoming a moderator eventually like what was the path (laughs) to becoming a mod the most simple answer was shit posting (laughs) Okay. What? Um, Tell us more. I memed my way to the top, if that makes sense. (laughs) Meme it to the meme your way to the top. I sort of stuck around for a year, didn't really talk, sort of tried to learn before I started giving advice. A lot of people sort of jump in and think, oh, I know this. I can tell everybody. Like, it's a learning process. You sort of try and learn for yourself and then teach back to people. So sort of stuck around, tried to develop my own style, started contributing posts, we have, what are you wearing today? So essentially, you take a picture of what you're wearing. People can say, oh, hey, really like that. Maybe I don't. Maybe suggest this. But I do challenge threads or inspiration threads of putting together albums of sort of other people that I liked. What, what are the wore. challenge threads? So challenge threads are a really cool thing that we try and do each year. So a challenge thread would be dress like someone else that you really like, or you can't wear black or something like that. Theme challenges would be, we had some really fun ones, like dress like a Pokemon trainer, or your interpretation of what a Pokemon trainer would wear in the real world. So it becomes really fun and sort of gets people to wear something that they have in their wardrobe, so they're not buying new clothes, they're just putting together outfits in different ways. What does a Pokemon trainer wear? Um, For mine, it was essentially just a cool rain jacket, baggy cargo pants with some Converse and a hat. You ready, ready to train. <laughs> I had all the pockets ready to go, hold all my Pokeballs. <laughs> nice. It sounds like a very open-minded community with a sense of humor, but when I think of fashion advice, maybe I'm just being old school, but I, I picture like Joan Rivers on the red carpet, like tearing people down. Is there ever a snarky element that comes in? There are certainly elements of snark, um, not nearly as much uh, as on other forms. Okay. There was one form which was sort of known for their snark of if it was a bad outfit, they'd tell you and it would be pretty hilarious we are a beginner's form we are trying to be inviting as possible we want people to sort of not have a first negative experience that's lovely on the internet that is that doesn't exist if someone has a negative experience they're not likely to come back yeah they're like oh i'm done for i'll just continue wearing a fedora and baggy cargo pants (laughs) so this is so nice so this is for men who feel like oh i want to be more fashionable and i don't know where to start that's usually where people find us they're like i don't know what to do where do i go and look 
So they yeah. find us through Reddit, where one of the top posts on Google about like men's fashion. There's no sort of barrier to entry. They just have an account. They can ask a question. We have a whole sidebar of sort of information that we've collected over the years of guides of do you want to dress this style or this style? What are you looking for? What's your budget? If you we fully understand not everyone's able to drop ten thousand dollars and go get a brand new wardrobe. It's, Good. A lot of people it's it's students. It's buying clothes at H and M or Zara or Uniqlo and sort of trying to do the best that they can with their budget. These are two different questions, but what are some of the biggest trends you're seeing right now in men's fashion on the subred? And also, what are some of the most popular questions that people are asking right now? I feel like there's a huge variation in trends of there's sort of internet trends and then there's sort of runway trends. With a form like MFA, you're not likely to sort of get people super amped about what a runway trend is. We want to hear about the layman. Um, we want to hear about the people of the world and of the internet. What are the trends? What are men wearing or what should they be wearing? I'm not going to say what they should be wearing, but popular things mm -hmm. at the moment are you have uh, Mac coats based off Macintosh coats. They're just like sensory shirt collar, mid thigh. They don't have the same connotation as a trench coat. It's always that awkward thing of, oh, you suggest a high schooler to wear a trench coat, they get made fun of. Yeah, let's not um, let the high schoolers get made fun of. That's already happening yeah. in their lives. Yes, I remember. <laughs> uh, coats with sort of shearling trim, whether it be denim jackets, bombers, combat boots. So everyone was wearing Chelsea's for a couple of years, and now sort of there's a shift away from that. So you have sort of a thicker, chunkier boot. You have knit sweaters are huge right now to sort of sweaters with a lot of texture to them so what do you think are some staples that every man should have in his closet a good pair of jeans whether it be a indigo or a black pair of jeans not particularly skinny but slim fit perfect goes well if you go by the minimalist wardrobe it's sort of you have your good pair of jeans white sneakers black boots and then an assortment of white shirts and a black jacket. That's that's easy advice to give to anyone. They can usually find it, whether it's at H&M or a designer store. And it's inoffensive, easy to wear, easy to put together outfits. We also saw on the forum some tips and little things that men could do or get that I did not know existed, like rubber grips for keeping your shirts tucked, or there was something called a dress shirt taper. What are the top tips and tricks that you have gleaned from moderating this forum? Using erasers to clean your sneakers. Erasers are abrasive materials, so they do remove sort of the outside, a little bit of the surface of your sneaker. But if you want to get your sneakers back to white, that's an easy way to do it. I'm using that. Wet rag, yeah. wet rag sort of over the surface, but for the soles, erasers work perfectly. Wonderful, because I have a pair of dancing shoes that I'm obsessed with. They're gold. I wear them all the time now, but I've worn them too much. You know what I'm saying? Are you allowed to do that trick if you're not male? Uh, yeah, am I allowed to do it even though I have a vagina? Of course. Yes, I'm in, I'm in. What do you think about like the metrosexual trend? Like, I love it, just for the record. I love that men are getting more into fashion because women are expected to do 3,000 things before breakfast, and I like that men are starting to care, but there's also, I think, some really interesting things happen in terms of metrosexuality, and also there's a big androgyny trend. Like, I'm not sure where you're based, but here in New York City, in a lot of the ads on the subway, I can't tell if it's man or woman anymore, which is fine. But so what do you think about that? Oh, I'm totally for it. There are certainly even members in our community where we'll post Acne Studios as a brand that was uh, very well known for using very androgynous models and having men in skirts or sort of items that were traditionally associated with women's fashion. But there are certainly people, as I said, even members in our own community where it's sort of an insult to say, oh, that's feminine or... You're a hipster for wearing that. There's still very traditional stereotypes in what men's fashion should be. You should have a suit with broad shoulders and tapered chest. and mm -hmm. Right. I don't associate myself with that sort of belief system, but that element still exists. Yeah. So why, this is sort of a big question, but why is fashion important to you? Because I know for me, it can help me both simultaneously feel more like myself and also as, like aspire to be something else. I'll dress like the person I want to be. So for you, how do you approach that? And what are you seeing other people thinking in the subred? I'll, okay, so I'll answer for myself first and then I'll sort of make generalizations. <laughs> I dress because I, I just like clothes. <laughs> I was a nerd like that, that I'm like, 
I found a hobby that I really enjoyed and stuck with it. And so I dress for myself. I dress in ways that I think I like, that make me happy. I like clothes that I can throw on. And I'm like, I really like this. If it gives me confidence, perfect. This is a creepy question to ask over the internet, but what are you wearing right now? (laughs) I was actually kind of expecting that. Uh, So there's a Robert Geller bangle, a striped shirt, a simple pair of Uniqlo black slim fit jeans, Costco wool socks, and... Yeah, Costco. Did you get those in bulk? I say that with respect. Yes. Yes. Great. No. Uh, the only socks that I have are the Costco wool socks. They're great. I will wear them year round. Lovely. You know, and the thing is, I don't know, a lot of people are really, men actually, I think are really into socks. A lot of people have those, they're like called happy, happy socks. socks. Yeah. Yeah. But I never notice socks. So yeah, just go in bulk. That's how I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. What uh, other generalizations do you want to make? Or do you want to speak more for yourself about how you come to fashion? I'd say like there's a spectrum of sort of why people dress. There's sort of the one end of... I dress because it's clothes. I dress because I want to look well. I want to get laid. Like, it's very much like Oh, wait, how clothes. do you dress because you want to get laid? There's, is there a certain, there's a certain dress style for that? Because this could be very educational for me. So I could go to the bar and be like, that guy's looking to get laid. I can see it in his shirt. No, there are certainly people that sort of come to the subreddit of like, I'm going to the bar and want to get laid. How do I dress? Oh, That's and- not what we're about. Oh. We're, like, Outside of the internet, I'd say if a guy has his, it's his going out shirt with his sort of, it's either just like a black button up and he's just like with his bros and he's like, yeah, I'm pumped. I'm going to get it tonight. Or there's, there's sort of, sort of people that more peacock it, if that makes sense. Sort of oh, like, we've heard totally. about peacocking, but yeah. Do you want to define it for our listeners? So sort of peacocking is where you dress to extravagance because it gets people's attention. Usually not in the best way. Sure, it gets people's attention, but usually like that guy's kind of a weirdo. I should stick away from or oh, I should stay away from him. Yeah, we've read for the pickup art and pickup artist blogs how it's like, wear a pair of goggles so girls come up to you and ask why you're wearing goggles. I'm like, oh my gosh. If I saw a guy wearing goggles, I'd be like, no. We're not we're not in the pool. Um, well, you, actually, what other terms are there that we or our listeners might not be familiar with, like peacocking? What are other terms in terms of male fashion? Oh, there's some really interesting ones that sort of or sort of styles, I guess you could call them, that have developed online. So there's something called goth ninja, which is what? yeah, goth ninja. So it was a term to express sort of individuals wearing avant-garde brands. Because they're traditionally just all in black. You have sometimes things that cover your face. You have elements of just like wearing high-end boots, sort of. It's If you Google Goth Ninja, you'll find a lot of posts from our sub. And you have, there was one poster, Dao, who, super popular picture, Hasidic Jew assassin, I think was how it was described. What? Hasidic Jew assassin? Yes, it was very intense. Wonderful. Pale Wave was another style, and then called by Jewel Wave. So Pale Wave was sort of the stonewashed denim, sort of very light, white, beige. And then Jewel Wave sort of came after it, where you have sort of the emeralds, turquoises, purples. Can we go back uh, to what this Hasidic thing looked like? The Hasidic Jew assassin. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. What does that look like? I'm just going to take a guess. It was a trench coat, a hat, and sunglasses. And Very payas. Close. Okay. Very close. It was, it was a uh, long overcoat, but yes. Okay. He had the very wide brim black hat. Uh, I believe he was wearing, they're called Kubram sunglasses, which is a company that makes very avant-garde sunglasses, so it was an atypical shape. Long coat, walking across the street photo. It was amusing. Let's talk about facial hair. I'm sure that plays into men's fashion. We're really interested in that here at Two Girls One Podcast. We've already interviewed the founder of a beard dating app. Um, So, how does facial hair play into men's fashion on the subred? We do have sort of weekly threads dedicated to sort of hair, skincare, and fragrance. We have users with sort of like notable beards that were known for their beards in all their photos. And then sort of they'd shave, and people would be like, Who are you? 
Who's this baby face individual in front of us? Yeah, we've we talked about that in our Bristler episode, how people shave and you're just like, I this it's a whole new face. I maintain stubble only because when I started grad school, I didn't want to be mistaken for an undergrad. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting how men can do that and change their face so much. Yeah. And do you wanna share what are you studying in grad school? Uh food science. Very cool. So mash and food science, sort of E. coli and ground beef. Mm. That's my area. Delicious. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. So another question, uh, what is with men and watches? I have noticed that men are super into watches. There's a startup that like sends you different watches every month to try out. And it's like thousands of dollars or something crazy. There's a watches thread on Reddit. Oh, so uh, subreddit on Reddit. I guess a good way to explain it is we don't get a lot of sort of accessories or jewelries in traditional men's fashion. Before they were sort of allotted their wedding ring and a watch. Now it's more typical for people to sort of maybe have a necklace or I'm wearing a ring that isn't a wedding ring. So I'm also wearing a watch, but some people are very dedicated to sort of style of watches, companies, they have a long history with watches, even just the mechanical inner workings of a watch is interesting to a lot of people. But it's sort of an outlet for that because, as I mentioned, they don't have a purse. They could have a purse. Yeah, so, like, it, do you have purses that you love that you're like, this is mine? Yes. I really- no. <laughs> I hate carrying shit. I've just switched to book bags, like, completely, like I'm a child. You've got some sweet backpacks. I'm rocking yeah. the backpacks lately. So, well, yeah, talk about men's handbags. We go, how, what, I know that's a little controversial with some people. What are you seeing as trends? Yeah, but, I mean, you can't fit everything in your pockets. You totally. Gotta have, you gotta have a good merch. I agree. Actually, within the last year, soup tote bags. For men, tote yeah. Tote bags is a trend. Totally gender yeah. neutral. I see so tote bags it, everywhere. Yeah. The actual amusing thing about the tote bags was um, there's a designer, Rick Owens, who when you buy his shoes or buy clothes, you get a free tote bag. And it's super nondescript, a uh, interesting sort of gray color, perfect size. And so a lot of people online were just like wearing their t- or holding their totes with nothing in it because it was just an accessory. That's silly that's silly nothing in it oh it's like wearing glasses that have no lenses oh, that in them. i hate and find offensive when people are wearing glasses for decoration because i'm like a lot of people like it's a major thing and pain for them that they have to go to the eye doctor they're expensive they have to wear glasses they have to wear contacts and then other people just wear frames because it's fashionable it's no, nice to normalize do it though yeah but it is normal because so many people wear it already our sweet friend at our co-working space was wearing no frame <laughs> and i made fun of him oh no to his you, face. okay no someone else somebody else I'm thinking of someone where I I tell people. Anyway, something else I really liked on the Reddit thread, I don't know if this was just this one post that I saw. So there's a big thing right now about basic bitches, you know, like girls who fucking like their pumpkin spice latte and their Uggs, like just a basic bitch. And I saw on Reddit, on on the thread, I saw basic bastard. And I really liked that as the counterpart, that the man is the basic bastard. What is a basic bastard? So the basic bastard was sort of an evolution of the MFA uniform where it's a guy that doesn't know how to dress, wants to sort of develop their style, and it's a super easy way to go about doing it. It's nondescript, inoffensive, easy to wear, and it is it's a basic bastard. You can just pick it up and go. You can go out to your H&M, your Zara, pick up everything, come home, go to school the next day, and people are like, you dress better than you did yesterday. <laughs> You're a basic bastard. I'm going to start using it all the time. Also, just for men who do really stereotypical things. BBs. I don't Like, really, it could be, like, guys who like gym tan laundry, basic bastard. Yeah. Can you talk about some celebrity icons that you're seeing on the subred? Who are people looking up to these days in terms of men's fashion? There was... It was sort of a shift happened because the last couple of years, there was a bunch of different fashion forums and people would have their icons as a poster on a different form or someone in. But then with sort of the uptake of Instagram, people could just follow their favorite poster. But in terms of MFA, there were sort of like celebrities that sort of people looked up to or from a moderator, Viraz. He was really nice interesting guy he did a hilarious post of tell me how to dress and he'd take photo he had a bunch of clothes he was drinking whiskey he's like dress for a aquatic adventure or 
date night assassin. Aquatic adventure, just, I'm in. He just took photos of himself next to his toilet, and it was hilarious. And Wait, people that was the really aquatic adventure? <laughs> the place where he took photos was his closet slash next to his toilet. Ah, uh, just to spice it up as a background? Pretty much. It was one of the best threads we've ever had it was hilarious nice uh speaking of celebrities too and just you know people were looking up to we saw will ferrell was on the reddit thread. yeah was that, Is that real right? we saw will ferrell post it, but oh. we couldn't say it was actually yeah. him no that was definitely real so what had happened was he was on the ask me anything thread and then one of our posters was what are you wearing today is their question and then they got him to post it to our forum. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we saw that. But then it looked like he posted it and then a lot of people commented, but he didn't seem to chime in on any of the comments. So then I was like, did he really post this? Or was it like a parody account? But yo, Will Ferrell really went on it. Yo, yep. So he just sort of posted it and left it and went back to the original thread. Nice. On Ask Me Anything. Who are some of your fashion icons? There was a poster called Azur Wrath, who was one of the first people that I saw when I joined the forum. And he got me really interested in a designer called Robert Geller, who's a New York designer. And through a mix of sort of buying used clothes from sort of people I knew and from Japan, I developed a pretty decent sized collection. And last year I was contacted by Robert Geller actually, and I was able to send some of my clothes that I had collected for his 10th anniversary photo shoot. And that was sort of mind-blowing to me. That's so cool. I sort of joined a fashion forum and became able to, like, through proxy, meet slash help my favorite designer. That's so cool. What a great story about the internet. I got sent a staff hoodie. I got credit for the photos. I got sent a... I have it over there. It says, thank you, love Robert. So I had it framed, and I'm like sort of like school go- schoolgirl joy of like, uh, he knew who I was. <laughs> That's so lovely. So we've kind of been talking about this. Obviously, the entire subreddit is a great example. But do you have any thoughts on how the internet has changed men's fashion or men's ability to find what they think is fashionable? You know, obviously, Instagram plays a big role in this as well. Just any thoughts on how the internet has influenced men's fashion? I think it's certainly lowered the barrier of entry for a lot of people. Ten years ago, you had forums such as Style Forum, Fedora Lounge, Style Zeitgeist, where you sort of had to develop yourself, develop an account, and sort of work up your posting in order to be accepted. Whereas now, you can just make a Reddit account, you can go on, you can ask questions, you don't need sort of that time or development. You can go online, you can find a guy that says what to buy. You couldn't really find that 10 years ago. 10 years ago, sort of fedoras. And then sort of with the invention of online fashion, the answer was no, don't don't wear a fedora. You're not Cary Grant. You can't put on a fedora and get the sort of social capital that goes along with those characters because you're not them. Yeah, I was just saying, speaking of that, like, you know, you mentioned the fedora. Are there certain pieces where... Or what are certain pieces that really say something about the man, whether good or bad? So the fedora makes a very specific statement. Or I'm just thinking in terms of like larger culture, right? Like Trump and his fucking long tie. Like what are sort of pieces that stand out to you in the world as really saying something about that person? We actually had a couple posts about Trump. Uh, Mismatched suit jackets. So wearing a suit jacket that very clearly does not go with your suit trousers, whether it be sort of like navy and black or vice versa. Wait, so, so Trump does that? Trump mismatches? They, there was one article that came out that he was wearing mismatched suit jacket, so it was posted to our forum. That's what do you think? Why, why do you think that that happened? Because he's like pretty loaded and probably has stylists. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it came out that the person that he was meeting with wore like the exact same thing. So they just swapped his jacket and not his pants. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't like Trump before, but now I really fucking hate Trump. <laughs> yeah, fuck that, that guy. That was a straw. <laughs> that was a final jacket, straw. I can't jacket even match doesn't suits. match pants. That's <laughs> even I know that. Yeah, <laughs> the fuck. Even Matt knows. So, are there other items that like really say something about the person? Graphic tees, but in particular, like you can have great graphic tees that are super unique and interesting, but then you have the graphic tee elements that are very sort of childish. You're wearing like a Minecraft. That's uh, Matt's entire wardrobe. <laughs> His graphic tees. Well, yesterday, I believe you were wearing a Zelda shirt. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure we're all clear okay. here. I'm out of laundry, guys. I'm out of laundry. A slight against you because that's your choice. 
I'm not trying to. No, no, don't uh, worry about it. He's cool. <laughs> we, we, we hate him. It's person. fine. He has no style. <laughs> but it's usually like, I like these shirts because I like the content on them. I have a couple myself. I use them for sleeping shirts. But it's <laughs> Like a proper adult. <laughs> I work from home and my children pick my clothes and I'm okay with it. Boom. I also own similar shirts, especially the Star Wars shirt that you are wearing right now. So I can't talk. All right. Well, I guess to close it up, like how can I find a well-dressed man? I don't know if I can answer that question. <laughs> well, you know what? It's a mystery that remains, you know, mysterious. <laughs> I don't know. So, guys, go check out our male fashion advice on Reddit, and maybe you'll see Brad there. <laughs> Thanks so much, Brad. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me. That's now a real post entitled, My Girlfriend Puts Breast Milk in My Coffee. From the website that White House staffers visit every morning, isitnormal.com. <laughs> My girlfriend and I have just had our first child. She refuses to breastfeed, but tries to encourage me into drinking it. The other day she surprised me by saying she had been putting breast milk in my coffee for the past five days. Is it normal? You know I hate to throw this over to Matt, but as the married man in the room, should Have you react? ever tried breast milk? No, that's... Don't lie to us. Have you ever tried no, breast milk? No. No, now, I'm really not lying. I'm going to ask you one more time. Have you ever tried breast milk? No. No. <laughs> and and it, because it's a thing that people do, it definitely came up of like, would you try it? Like, it, would, would, and, and, and then we were both like, mm, no. I would try it. I also think I would bake brownies with it. I would just try everything. <laughs> like, just try all the recipes that require milk and see what happens you do eat everything you you, you're you're an adventurous eater yeah and we in a in a different podcast we talked about what's the craziest thing we've eaten and then i'd be able to say breast milk Mm -hmm. so i'm all about this Mm -hmm. is it just for the experience of doing it or you think you might like it you want to see how it stands up to milk what's the appeal i don't think the appeal is that like this is going to become my substitute for milk like i'm going to start just like doing breast (laughs) milk because that's creepy uh although whatever there is that website only the breast where you can order breast milk for whatever your needs are Oh, apparently um, bodybuilders like it because it's an insane jolt of protein. Really? I read this on the internet. So again, grain of salt. But my understanding of the breast milk market is that like I, I, I can't The breast produce, milk market. Okay. I can't. Pro- I, I'm a woman who had oh, a baby yes, and yes, I can't yes, produce, yes. but I would still mm-hmm. like to provide breast milk. There are and other that reasons. Is with the primary, <laughs> that is the main reason. I as don't know I if it's the main it. one anymore <laughs> now that we have the internet. Anyway. I don't think I would try it. I hear it's not like milk at all. Like it's but a totally different just consistency. Curious? Just no, to try it. It's like <laughs> tasting your ejaculation or like it just If feels I was like, a dude, yeah. I would probably taste my own semen just Or like once. your lady juices. I don't know. Oh, I would never do that. Well, it's the well, same well, thing. What's Gross. The, yeah, what's the difference? No, would you here's taste the difference. Your own pee? Here's your own the difference. Sweat, your own pee. Here's the difference, guys. Your boogers. Nobody, nobody wants to well, somebody does because hashtag internet. But like it, it is not uh that's not something that like you would no <laughs> that's my reason no Wait. no i would never well here's the thing i'm super straight so for me the idea of you just said vagina juices is horrifying but i guess if i was a straight man the idea of tasting my own semen would be horrifying but for me i'm like yeah why wouldn't you taste that just i don't to try know man it. i think it's totally your personal preference this is really going off the rails no, let's talk straight, about like, men's fashion that's yes, all right let's let's <laughs> flip it over i love how even our Safe for work episodes, once again, we made this completely foul. Like, that was maybe the foulest conversation we've had. Yeah, it's, it's up there. I don't know, guys. Um, <laughs> Wait, what's the foulest? I just don't think that was that foul, <laughs> personally. <laughs> nice. I mean, thinking Your about... Nice. Actually, I think drinking breast milk is more foul than talking about consuming, like, juices from private parts, because that's Ugh. what people do all the time when they're having oral sex, so... Yeah. I don't know. But, 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 uh, let's stick with this for a minute. Milk makes no sense. Uh, yeah. Milk from... Drinking milk that is intended for a baby calf from a completely different animal makes no fucking sense for humans to consume. Right. Drinking human milk actually makes tons of sense, because yeah. that's what we all and did and we're made, and to, we're made to do. The other reason yeah. why breast milk versus vagina juice is like, what? Is because breast milk is created as a food. It's intended it, to it, consume. It is, yes, yes, it is intended for nutrition. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some people would argue semen is. My <laughs> vagina is real nutritious, guys. Just saying. It is a delightful snack. Um, anywho, once mm-hmm. again, glad my parents are probably never going to hear this. So, men's fashion. It's so cool. 
I didn't quite realize going into this and I that it was newbies. I love yeah, that. And I had looked at it, but it, it just didn't occur to me. But didn't I'm not super into fashion. Yeah. I want to tell you guys about a little game that I used to play with myself, not sexually. Whoa. So on the subway, it was a game I played where I would find a guy because there's so many dudes who, if they cared a little bit about their appearance, would be significantly better looking, which I know is a terrible thing to say. But like, I'm sorry, like, and I think a lot of our female listeners can relate to this. Like women are expected to stay in shape and wax and do just like and get their hair cut and highlighted. Like women are expected to do so many things and men aren't and I'm a little bit going off of my original going away from my original point but basically like if men did a few things like it would a lot of them would look a lot better like if if all men wanted to be fit the way women want to be fit like so anyway I used to play this game where I would find a guy that was like okay looking and I in my head I would we actually I think I did this there's a friend I used to do this with gay or European so you take an okay looking guy and you make him gay or European and this was also uh, like, to be honest, this is like my early 20s. It's like a decade ago, so a little before the whole Metro trend. But yeah, we'd make him gay or European. So like take that guy who's like, OK looking. But like if you made him like really fit and wearing something really trendy, like if you turned him into a gay man, he'd we'd be like, that guy'd be really hot. That's the game. Really so long winded. You would gay or European. You would you, gay or Europeanize him so that he would be fit and trendy. All and, these stereotypes yeah. are just blowing my mind. I know. <laughs> but, I'm being a horrible person right now, but the fact is, you all know this is true. So would you talk about specifically what they could change in those scenarios? Like he'd be well, carrying we, a, a no, bag, a messenger no, bag. But we'd be like, yeah, if he were gay, he'd be so hot because he looks okay right now. But like if he was super into like health and fitness and like put a little bit of gel in his hair or whatever, <laughs> like he would look hot. You so know? you think European and gay men care more about their appearance than straight American men? Stereotypically. Although I think, again, I played this game like a decade ago and I do think things have changed. I think mm-hmm. people, men are much you know, metrosexuality, androgyny is in. And I think men are caring more about their appearance. Also, perhaps since we've gotten older, men have learned to care, perhaps because they have found this subreddit. Mm-hmm. So it could just be the difference Ooh, early 20s, early 30s. A couple other factors, money. You have more and more that's money true, that's true. when you are 30 than yes. you are 20. Yes. Uh, and also you live in New York. So things may have changed and trends influence where the people you see. But I don't know that people mm-hmm. in Iowa are doing much different. Good and, or bad, now, I don't know. And now we're right. being total assholes about the flyover states, <laughs> and I just called them flyover states and alienated everyone. I'm totally oh, kidding. Matt, we, can you please not include this? Part? No, I'm thrilled. I'm right. thrilled to have any listeners from Iowa. And you know what? Fucking call us or tweet at us and tell us that we're assholes and we're wrong. We want to hear from you. I want to know all about the fashion in Iowa. So do yeah. tell. Well, this this kind of answers a question I was going to pose to you guys. You're focusing a bit about like taking care of yourself, health, health and fitness. But I'm saying take a guy on the subway who is like whatever normal average not yeah. you know he's not brad pitt but he's not a schlub flip-flop shorts regular t-shirt totally, totally. yeah the same exact guy same exact body boom he's in a fitted suit does how, how important is that it is that to to a woman for attractiveness well it depends like a suit doesn't do it for me i don't know but well i think when people same for women when people show things that flatter their bodies even if you don't quite recognize what that is like you're noticing their body a little more and like actually there's a dude i went out with who his fashion was fine but then he like got this new job and like went on this little shopping spree and he was wearing like this just like fitted t-shirt and i was like oh man his body looks great you know what i mean it's like little stuff like that but also confidence is huge and a guy who's wearing clothes that don't fit him who looks just like not confident uh you know if a guy looks more confident he just like appears Mm -hmm. a little hotter even if you don't know why exactly but i mean i'm not even huge into fashion y'all can't see me you two can see me i'm sitting here in my oversized overalls like whatever but also because it's a podcast (laughs) body and face for radio no just kidding um i'm beautiful you can't see me so i can tell you whatever i want Anywho, so that's my long-winded answer, as usual. It's good. I like this, like, intangibleness of it. Like, it's not a specific thing. But I've read something <laughs> where it's, like, guys in fitted suits will get statistically swiped right more on dating apps. That makes sense if it fits them. But also, unfortunately, I think a lot of girls are like, oh, he's in a suit. He must have money. Like, a, I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm sure thing. that plays into it. I don't but, know. Yeah. but also in today's world, like... I don't know. Or it might have been it might have been suit versus fitted suit. For maybe yeah. and I, I don't want to mm-hmm. I don't remember but like uh, normal suit versus tailored suit 
the tailored guy gets more interest, statistically significant interest, mm-hmm. over a large... I think weirdly in today's world, I see a suit and I'm like, oh, he probably has a boring job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also because I'm, re- I'm into the tech scene and like entrepreneurialism. So like if they're wearing a suit, I'm like, mm, are you in finance? Are you right. boring? Right. Yeah. Anyway, Jen, what do you have to say? Well, for me, it's twofold with guys. I, with their fashion, I tend to be more attracted to a certain kind of fashion. So like Ali said, I'm not really, I don't love suits. Like I, I'm not a swipe writer, but I like a little more rugged, bohemian. So if somebody is in that archetype of fashion, then I'll probably be more drawn to them. Um, but then the second more important thing, I think, is if people really look like themselves, like uh, you need to wear something and it's not just about fit for me. It's it like doesn't even have to match. Like it's, as long as it's like speaking to their personality in some way, I think fashion is like an outer extension of who you are inside for sure. So you can tell when the clothes are wearing the person versus the person wearing the clothes. Mm-hmm. I always think that's really like apparent when you look at people and they and it's the confidence factor, like looking comfortable in themselves or not. So if they're just like working the clown suit or whatever on the subway <laughs> and they're owning it Work and they it. seem like themselves, they might be attractive to me. I just, you know. You so have... you're saying Trump wearing mismatched jacket and pants. He's owning that. That's him. Blech. I don't know. That you're... guy in that hair, Blech. that's wearing him. I, I Nothing about him <laughs> yeah. is natural to me. So I, I can't really go with that. No, I know. No, I love that. I, that yeah. I, 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 this is really good. I like all these. Yeah. I like this uh, uh, response. Yeah. <laughs> on the flip, I approve. On the flip side, if a guy is too fashionable, for me personally, I'm I'm not into that. But that's gotcha. just me personally. Yeah, yeah. Me, t- me too. I don't know. Also, just because like I don't. That's not within your uh, value yeah, system. Like exactly. you're right. You're not hyper fashionable. Neither am I. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I just I totally. I think there's something really cool about people developing their own style. And actually, as I'm getting older, I'm getting a little more into that where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, there's actually like an artistic expression here to wearing what you want. Like, mm-hmm. I've been joking that I want to start dressing crazier so that my outsides match my insides. <laughs> you have uh, to say that, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, yeah, there there can be something a little superficial, or at least that's me stereotyping it mm-hmm. if people are too into fashion. So that's not. Mm-hmm. And also, I guess I'm not super into fashion. So if a guy was like more fashionable than me, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I feel like a schlub every day. I don't know. Yeah, I think I like the more artistic, creative side of it versus like the consumer side. Like you need to keep up with the Joneses and yeah. get this thing this season. I don't really care about that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But going back to our interview, I, and we all already said this and we're in agreement, mm-hmm. but like so great that there's this forum for people who just kind of want to get started we didn't talk to brad about this but i wonder about the troll community on that subred and mm-hmm. yeah oh. because i know this is it's a little <clears throat> taboo for men to be interested in fashion i don't think it should be but amongst a certain group of people maybe it is so but that's what yeah. interested me is like it is it is hard for men to know where to start because right. i think it's so expected of women so like girls like are introduced to the culture sooner? Would you yeah, agree with that? Yeah, women are introduced that? way too early. It's like right, fucking that too. magazines for preteens. You're like, here's right. how to do your hair and your clothes and your makeup. And I'm like, oh my God. There was a really interesting thing that went viral. It was the cover of some preteen magazine and what it would look like if it was actually all about like, this girl, look at this middle schooler who started her own company. I'm oh, ruining yeah, yeah. this, but yeah, it yeah, was really cool, like juxtaposing sure. what the headlines are versus what they theoretically totally, should be. Totally, So girls are immersed in that world and they way sort of early. know what's going on. Whereas men are like graduate school, uh, first job. What the f- what do I, what do I do? Well, I don't know. I, have a, I don't own a suit. I don't know where to start. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'd prefer if women were raised like that, though. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. I was on Amazon looking for a gift for my cousin's daughter, and I think this is when she was turning two or three, like very young. And I googled birthday gift three-year-old girl or whatever it was, and it was crazy to me how it was. Everything was pink, and it was like. Little girl's first pocketbook. Little girl's first high heels. I mean, like little girl's first, first dresses, first easy bake oven. I mean, it was crazy how gendered it was so early. And then I have a nephew around the same age as this cousin. And when I googled for his birthday, it was like baby's first engineering toy. And I was like, holy fuck. And I know we all know this, but like seeing what Amazon naturally populated was crazy to me and sad. And it's interesting because you hear parents being like, I haven't been raising my kid super girly and yet it's happening anyway. And I wonder about nature versus nurture. Like, are women really inclined to that? Or even if the parents aren't doing it, they're still seeing it so early through these like little ways. Yeah, I mean... As the father of a daughter, we yep. did we did not push girly pink stuff. We did our best, and she's obviously exposed to that through going to school and consuming media here and there. But we we really restricted her media. It was just Sesame Street and PBS type shows and videos for, that you make with her. Correct. <laughs> um, and so 
given all that, she still, there was still a point in time where it was like, okay, you're going to be running around school today, sneakers, shirt, t-shirt, grab a t-shirt, like this is what we're wearing. And she would obsess about she wants to wear the dress she wants to wear the hearts she wants to wear the rainbow colors she loves she's all about rainbows Mm -hmm. which is not a gender thing but like she there is there is definitely a a, seems to be inherent proclivity towards certain quote unquote feminine things and i and that could be partly in due, due to culture but i don't think culture is the entire thing and i feel like culture and algorithms and retail and 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 media then cycle back on those very basic natural proclivities and then like double down on them because they want to sell shit to you. Yeah. And that's where it gets really gross. Well, and I think a lot, you know, feminism is trendy right now, but it's still not mainstream. So most of the searches on Amazon for birthday gifts for three-year-old girls are probably... You know, oh my God, look at this cute, per- like, baby's first purse. Exactly. Like, I'm then- sure there's a large portion of the population that thinks that's adorable. And also because, like, they may remember getting that when they Absolutely. were Absolutely. And girl. then they buy it, and then it, that informs Amazon, oh, this shit sells. Totally. Right. Keep serving yeah. it. And then the cycle continues. Let's yep. take down princess culture. Because ah. I feel like every little girl I know, no matter who she is and how cool she is, she's into princesses, and I don't really get it. I, I wasn't really as a kid. I don't know what that was all about, but... uh it's not good. Like I know these two little twin girls. They're so cool. They're like into the music I'm into. We're like, listen to, to teach me how to Dougie in the car. We're dancing <laughs> and they're in gymnastics and they're really active. They're swimmers. And then they want to dress up like princesses. How, to how, play. Old, how old are they? Now they're eight. They're eight. Well, okay. you know, that's one of the millions of things that I love about Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think maybe, and I'm obviously completely guessing some of the draw towards princesses is the draw towards magic and fairy tales which are so wonderful and and do make so much sense for kids and in harry potter you know hermione the girl of the trio is the smartest one she's so necessary and brilliant and i think in so many ways is a great a great role model for that kind of stuff so i agree but she's not the main character She's not. She's not. So yeah, it would have been better, I suppose, if it was Hermione Granger instead of Harry Potter. Although right. even saying that pained me a little because I love Harry Potter. Of course, but of course. it was great that like she's she saves the day in a lot of ways as well. Totally. Um, but I guess my yeah. point there is yeah, she's, the vacuum, and she's still outnumbered too. The, right. Totally. Yeah. The vacuum that princess culture fills is seems to me the problem. If we had more shows, movies, and media where the awesome girl was the hero and solved all the problems herself. Then, then the girls looking for role models wouldn't need to go to Cinderella by default. That's my take on it. No, I agree. Again, I agree. my daughter. We, Again, we, total, we, I'm we, guessing, and I have no kids. But, well, yeah. but we, we, we were not. We did not introduce princesses. We did not do princess culture. We there were Disney movies were too big and scary for her when she was little, and it just wasn't a thing. And then she went to school and she started getting exposed to it, but never got it at home. And then it it just seeped in. So she's not princess obsessed, but she's definitely talks about princesses. Yeah. And and My Little Pony is now big for her. Well, don't tell her about the bronies. (laughs) This is probably too tangential, but I also think that I grew up, we grew up in a golden age of Nickelodeon children's programming where it was like Clarissa Explains It All, The Secret World of Alex Mack, where these cool girls who like dressed the way they wanted to. That's true. One of them was a total tomboy. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, So I remember that being very influential for me. That, I didn't think of that going back in time. And now now I'm thinking differently about the 90s. And they weren't cartoons, you know, they were real people. Yeah. Yeah. On the total flip side, one of my best friends, Tracy Friedlander, hi. She is. She was obsessed with Disney growing up. Still is. Is obsessed with princesses. Now she has a daughter, and I'm sure she's going to be thrilled when her daughter is obsessed with all the principal princesses. And you know what? Tracy's a goddamn fucking doctor, so it all yeah, worked it's, out it's okay. just fine. She's an independent bitch. And you know what? Disney's doing better because films like Moana is a is an ama- I don't know if you've seen Moana. So an amazing so film. So good. So good. <laughs> And the she is a princess, and she is the hero, and she mm-hmm. is the protagonist, and she figures it out. And mm-hmm. we we love Moana. We're we're obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. My daughter's obsessed with it. Yeah, you're welcome. Exactly. I don't know Tracy. Don't want to shit talk her, but she does wear a princess gown underneath her scrubs. I do know that about. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And fucking rock out diagnosing those patients with your princess gown underneath your scrubs. Nice. All right, Tracy's well, awesome. So we've solved gender equality. We I have, think we we, did. we we've, we've we're good yeah. through male fashion advice. Good. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we do have to we do have to hit the road. That really went around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, boys, if you want to get fucked, just kidding. Uh, do go visit this subreddit 
and learn how to dress yourselves. Do you're going to feel good if you know how to dress yourself. Um, We have to go, but we want to hear from you guys in particular for this episode. So let us know what was the moment where you really found your fashion, discovered your fashion? Was it online? Was it in real life? Uh, tell us what that is for you. You can tweet at us. Um, my handle is at Junebugger, J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. I'm at Allie Gold, A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D. Hashtag 2G1P. So you're part of the conversation. You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail, and the number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And last but not least, please share the show. Every time you share it, even if it only gains us one new fool, that's fantastic for us. As my grade school teacher said, share that shit. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) Share that shit, guys. Share it. All right. We'll see you next week, but we'll never see you at all. Bye. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula and beaten into submission with a folding chair, I mean edited, by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by thepodglomerate.com. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. Don't forget to subscribe and smash that like button wherever you listen to other less interesting podcasts. Great news! You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free TuneIn app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls, One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait, what's the catch? There's no catch. TuneIn lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Oh, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo. This is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. Well, I, I, I can't fuck it because well, I'm like its dad. <laughs>